0: No, yes, man, it works every time. Welcome back to another episode of the Super Duper Flex Bros. Today is Wednesday, January 7th. This is a very special episode. This is the very 1st postseason episode where we are going to be talking about uh, we're way too early, top 12 rookie rankings, and as always, we need to start the show talking about the Rookie of the Week. So the Week 17 Rookie of the Week was Jerry Judy. He had five receptions, 140 yards, a touchdown, a two-point conversion for 27 points, uh, it, along with those, uh, those 140 yards. Um, that includes a 92-yard touchdown. So Sam, I apologize. I'm way too excited about this show. I didn't even get the, the chance to ask you how are you doing today. Oh, I am doing great. And you you mentioned these are way too early, but but let's be honest. We've been trading for these second and third round picks the last year or two. Uh sleeper allows us to trade out two or three years in advance. So let, let's not fool ourselves. If you're listening to a dynasty show, these these rankings are coming out just on time. There's there's nothing early about this. Yeah. And and if you want to get into that first and second round of the 2021 rookie class, I, I got some bad news for you. That that door has shut. There's nobody looking to give these picks away. If you want a first or a second, you got to basically give up uh, pieces that have already hit and that are, that are going to be um, guaranteed stars for, for the next, uh, next few years. So if you're looking to acquire trade picks right now is the time to go out and get those 2022. Um, but like I said, if you're, if you're trying to get in that first round, I mean, you, you gotta, you gotta be giving up some, uh, some pretty good pieces there. I know, uh, a day or two before the draft uh, last year, somebody was trying to shove De- Devontae Parker down my throat for a, for a top five pick. And I just, I just had to tell him, uh, get out of here. Get out of oh, here. Get out of here. Get out of here. So uh, <laughs> back, back to uh, Jerry Judy here. Um, with 113 targets in 2020, um, only 46% completion percentage between him and Drew Locke. So he ends the year with 856 yards and three touchdowns. Um, I don't know about you, but I think that's going to be his, uh, his floor um, throughout his career, his, as long as he doesn't sustain any injuries. But uh, the three touchdowns, that's, that's definitely way too low for, for Jerry Judy. But 856 yards playing with, uh, with Drew Locke, I feel like that's pretty respectable. Yeah, I think our last show we were actually talking about going out and trying to buy those Jacksonville players, just knowing that Trevor Lawrence is going to be there. But I think one of the teams that hasn't been talked about a lot is the Broncos, and they're going to be making a move at QB. And we could speculate all day about if they if they bring on a rookie quarterback or if they make a deal or uh, pick up one of those free agents that's going to be out there. But there's going to be a lot of QB movement this off season. So both Jerry Judy and Melvin Gordon, I think those are guys that you're going to want on your on your roster, and you can probably get them at a discount. And you're talking about those 2020 picks. Uh, There's probably some people out there that would be willing to move uh, one of their 2021 firsts uh, or or trade Jerry Judy away uh, feeling like he didn't hit. So if you actually need a wide receiver, I think uh, trading away one of those firsts for Judy, that might end up being the, the smart move that we wish we had done if we fast forward out about 12 months from now. Yeah, I've, I've heard uh, Matthew Stafford's name getting uh, thrown around quite a bit um, for, for being a landing spot in, in Denver. And, and if that happens, then um, I, I think uh, you got to give a, um, a nice, nice boost to uh, the rankings for, for all the Denver players. So I think with Cortland Sutton coming back, with him and Judy, um, they could be a uh, poor man's version of Atlanta back in the, the Julio Jones and Kelvin Ridley days. Um, so I, I yeah I, I I completely agree. If if you have a mid to late first round pick and you're you at receiver, go see if you can trade that that first round pick and and get Judy and um, get the get the discount before he starts going for over 1,200 yards per season. Yeah, um, but yeah, I I like the the call of him being the the rookie of the week for week 17. It's it's nice that we finally got to see one of those ceiling games out of him. And I think we'll see a lot more of that here in the next season. But uh, I haven't had a chance to put together my rankings yet. I've been looking at the individual players and uh, watching some, some film and putting together some statistics. And you and I were talking last week, this is going to be a lot of fun doing some, uh, some research on these players because it was just such a goofy year for the college football teams that the ones that played you're not going to be able to really compare season to season stats because there were uh, lots of games that were obviously impacted by COVID and then a reduction in games too. So we probably saw a lot of talented players go for under 1,000 yards rushing or under 1,200 yards receiving when they could have easily um, outproduced those numbers had they have had a normal season. Uh, But you put together a list of your top 12. So you want to jump into your – appropriately timed rankings of uh, of rookies coming in yep and uh, as always this is a uh, super flex dynasty league so you and i much like everybody else should overvalue the quarterback position so with the number one pick of the 2021 draft in most dynasty leagues and for sure in the nfl it is Trevor Lawrence, number one, to the Jacksonville Jaguars. He will be throwing the ball to D.J. Chark, LaVisca Chenault, and uh, they actually have quite a bit of money to go out into the free agency. So maybe they sign a another stud receiver or possibly a uh, tight end like Johnu Smith who can come in and uh, be another weapon for, for Trevor Lawrence. So, Tom, what, what do you think about – I think Hunter Henry was tagged this last season. What would you think about Hunter Henry – catching balls from trevor lawrence in jacksonville i I would love it i i I saw the way that he was a good safety blanket for a few games for for justin herbert i think that's uh that's a great landing spot yeah yeah i'd like to see that so i don't think we need to spend too much time on trevor lawrence but in one of our super flex leagues i'm actually holding daniel jones jared goff and tua and none of those guys are winning me weeks and they're definitely losing me weeks some, sometimes so I was actually going to ask you Tom in a super flex league if you have the 101 would you even consider trading that away for those three quarterbacks that I just named or would you just you just take Trevor Lawrence at this point for for all three or just yeah, one all of them? all three of them yeah oh man I, I would I take the three quarterbacks <laughs> all right well I might <laughs> you might see a blockbuster deal go down in one of our leagues then because at, at, at this point like I said, I'm not winning any leagues holding those guys. And that's how much of an impact I think Trevor Lawrence is going to make. And we talked about uh the value of having one of those QB1s over a decade. And I think he's gonna come in and, and be that guy. Yeah, I think I think he, he comes in and he's a um, top 10 dynasty quarterback almost immediately. Um we on the previous show we had the debate of who would you rather have between Trevor Lawrence and, and Russell Wilson. And I think Russell still puts up better numbers than trevor lawrence next year but when it's uh when you're talking long term it's to me it's it's not even close um so i uh i'll be getting trevor lawrence in, in one league um and in a, a couple of leagues i've got the the 102 which uh brings us to the number two pick which is uh justin fields no surprise here uh justin fields to the jets they'll be throwing the ball to denzel mims um uh, rashad perriman and chris herndon um, I, I think there there was an argument to be made between who would be better in fantasy between Fields and Lawrence, but um, after after the Jets won and won a couple of games and lost their their lottery ticket for for Trevor Lawrence, um, I, I I think if Fields went to the Jags, that actually could have been a conversation if he had um, a, a better group of receivers to be throwing the the ball to, but now that Fields most likely goes to the Jets, um, I think Trevor Lawrence gets the uh, the nod at being the one the A. So uh, I think Fields is is a close second, but uh, I, I I think I'd, I would go Trevor over Fields 10 out of 10 times. Yeah, the one thing that I actually like about Fields that I, I think could really benefit him is not having a running back like James Robinson in New York. So that means when they're in close, he can consider uh, tucking the ball and running. Um, and it's, it's probably just gonna force him to put up more points than uh, what the running back would have been able to help with. So, it, I, like you said, it's a close second. I think those guys could actually be neck and neck, and we might just be a season away from seeing the the Jets pick somebody up. And who knows, maybe Lamical P. Ryan is going to be the next James Robinson. Uh, but, yeah, I do think that the weapons are uh, a lot more exciting in Jacksonville, and we've seen a few of those guys pop off where we haven't really seen a ton of that from the guys in, in New York. So I'd like the call. Uh, but number three, that's where things start to get interesting. You have Zach Wilson listed here. You, you kind of uh, put a note that you think he's like a future Josh Allen and he's underrated as a runner. I, I haven't looked at his bio yet. I don't know if he's as big as Josh Allen. Is he known for running or that's just kind of what you've what you've seen? Um, he, he's, he's not known as a a running first quarterback. But after I watched a couple of the, the BYU games, he can certainly get it done with his legs. I'd say he's his. Uh, his scrambling ability is similar to Justin Herbert. If if he needs to use his legs to pick up the first down, um, he'll do it. And then there's also a lot of um, linebackers that that kind of forget forget about his speed, um, and which creates some some big plays. But I uh, I like Zach Wilson um, being the number eight pick overall in the NFL draft, um, going to the Detroit Lions. So I I think there is a little bit of smoke. To Stafford getting traded around uh, the midseason, but um, it's kind of like talking about Ben Roethlisberger and, and Drew Brees re- retiring. I, I feel like it's been it's been years where um, we never actually see it happen. But um, watching the the Lions Vikings game in week 17, it seems like the the Lions organization um, is ready to move on from Stafford. So they will definitely be looking for a, a quarterback either through the draft, which I think. With, with how deep this quarterback class is, I think Zach Wilson getting taken at the number eight um, is is certainly a good good steal for them. Um, he's been been very talented from from everything that I've seen um, from from watching watching the the tape and watching the, the games live. Um, he hasn't had to play against the uh, same competition that that Herbert and or uh, sorry we're, we're talking too much about Herbert today. But that uh, that the Fields and Lawrence have had to play against. So there, there's definitely some question marks, but uh, there, there's already been some draft experts that have been saying that Zach Wilson will get taken before fields, which I think is, is uh, pretty ridiculous, re- ridiculous. But um, what, once you're getting talked about it, being as good as Justin Fields, I mean, that's, that's good cap company to be in. Yeah. yeah. Well, and uh, going back to your, you're saying we kind of overvalue quarterbacks and super flex. Uh, you've got three quarterbacks listed. So, of course, if you're not overvaluing quarterbacks, you're taking a running back early in the draft. But that's actually not what you did. You've got number four, Jamar Chase, and you're comparing him to A.J. Brown and Julio Jones. You, do you think Jamar Chase is really that good and he can come in and make an impact immediately? I, I think he is. I think after we've seen um, what what Justin Jefferson, a.k.a. Uh, the Robin, to Uh, Jamar Chase's Batman um, has done in the league, uh, just coming in and and only breaking the rookie receiving record for 1,400 yards. I think Jamar Chase um, has an absolute floor of 1,000 yards and eight touchdowns his his rookie season. I I like Jamar Chase getting taken at the number three spot in the NFL draft um, to the the Dolphins. The the Dolphins are are really hurting for talent right now. Um, I don't think Devontae Parker is the long-term solution. And it could be a while before the Dolphins are uh, this high up in the draft again. And uh, I, I, I was very impressed by everything that Devontae Smith did this year. But I still think uh, Jamar Chase is the um, the best receiver coming into the league. And when you have the opportunity to get a a, a player like Julio Jones or AJ Brown, and when your uh, receiving core is uh, is banged up, then I think you got to do it. Yeah, I think this is going to be one of those drafts where you see players like A.J. Brown, uh, Debo Samuel, and those kind of wide receivers kind of drop to the first round of rookie drafts in fantasy. So if if you've got a mid-to-late first-round pick, we were talking about trading it for Jerry Judy. But at this point, you get the luxury of just holding. If the Broncos, for some reason, don't make a change, then we might see Judy kind of have one of those uh, floor seasons where we might see a guy like Chase actually Um, come into a good landing spot. So I think this is a good year if you're weak at wide receiver to, to be holding one of those picks after the one Oh six. But at the one Oh five, you have Najee Harris and then you've got ETN right after him. Uh, I I like both the landing spots that you mentioned. This is actually kind of funny. I put some notes when I was reviewing this and I actually penciled Harris into the Steelers as well. And then I think ETN at six to the Falcons makes a ton of sense. I think, ETN is one of those running backs you could create an entire offense around. Kind of what the um, Giants did with Saquon his rookie season. Did, did you have any specific thoughts on on the difference between Harris and ETN? Well, I I, I just gotta correct you on on one thing. That's that's ETN going at at thirty six, not not number six. <laughs> you got you got number six in your ranking, but yeah, number yeah, thirty six. Yep, yeah, yeah. uh, Falcons. So yeah, top of I, the second round. After, after uh, watching the, this uh, this past game between. Um, Alabama and Clemson and, and seeing Najee Harris um, hurdle the defender I, I feel like he not only jumped over the defender in that game but I, I think he jumped up into the first round I think um, he's, he's been talked about being an early second round player but I just think the talent's there and I think the need is certainly there in Pittsburgh where the Steelers will, will go running back at the end of the first round and did, personally I just I like Najee Harris I know there's uh, big ETN fans out there I, I believe you're one of them and uh, there's a lot of people that that are that still view Juba um, as as the the number one running back. So um, I, I I certainly think that that the Najee will be the uh, the first running back taken off the board in the NFL and the Dynasty community. Yeah, it, it's going to be another fun season of um, off season talks of, of which one of these running backs is best. Last year we were talking about uh, Dobbins or Swift um, or Akers. And of course, Jonathan Taylor. And then it kind of ended up being all of them. We we kind of hit on a lot of those. So if you if you took a rookie running back this last season, you're probably happy unless you took Keyshawn Vaughn. Um, So, yeah, I think it'll be a fun conversation. And especially uh, after we see the landing spots of those guys. But number seven, you've got Trey Lance. Um, I know Lance hasn't really gotten to do much in the last 12 months, uh, but you like you like uh, what you've seen from him. Yeah, I, I think uh, Trey Lance will be drafted um, number nineteen by the Washington Football Team. Possibly, um, the uh, the team will be looking for a new mascot uh, along with uh, a new quarterback. So um, everybody knows I'm I'm the biggest Alex Smith fan, but he probably does not have more than a year or two uh, left in the in the NFL. So uh, I I I know uh, Ron Rivera is a guy who likes to um, kind of college shots and, and go with the guy that he likes when he, when he came into Washington, um, he wasn't going to put up with having, having to coach uh, Dwayne Haskins. He just said, Kyle Allen's my guy I'm, I'm bringing him with. He's, he's going to be our, our starter after um, Haskins to show that he, he wasn't worth that first round pick from, from just two years ago. Um, and then he had, he had no hesitation to put Alex Smith in there too, and, and play him over um, Haskins as well. So um, I, I think they're, they're going to let uh, Rivera, make the call when uh, when their pick comes up towards uh, the middle or the end of the first round. And I, I just see Trey Lance as uh, being the next Cam Newton where Ron Rivera really gets to shape him and let him um, call some uh, designed uh, running plays for him. And uh, if, if you look at the quarterback rankings in the Dynasty community right now, Jalen Hurts has only started in three games, but he's already the quarterback 13. Um, so if, uh, if, if Trey Lance can get drafted in the first round, I think he, his floor is a better version of Jalen Hurts. So th- this, is, this is somebody that when you draft, you, you have to know that he's probably not going to be the starter from day one. But we saw Justin Herbert come in and um, light the league on fire as soon as he got his chance. So um, if, if you have a mid-first round pick, I would go with Trey Lance here, just knowing that if you do need running back or wide receiver help, um, as soon as Trail Lance starts starts balling, then you can you can trade him for um, a uh, J.K. Dobbins or a, a Cam Akers if you need to. Yeah, yeah, I, I like the call. I, I did that strategy in uh, this COVID era. I joined one too many startups, uh, and I was just getting kind of lazy. I just started hammering quarterbacks uh, at the end of the startup, so I found myself holding Hertz on my taxi squad in a few leagues. And so now I'm just waiting to see this offseason, which uh rookie uh, running backs I'm going to be able to trade him for. Uh, but after him, you've got Mac Jones, number eight. Um, he, he's definitely proven that he's well worth that first round pick in the NFL draft. And he, is there a team that you, you feel like you might see him go to? Um, I, I really wanted to see Zach Wilson um, go to uh, the Panthers, but I think he's already going to be off, off the board to the lions. So Um, I I see um, Mac Jones going to um, the the Panthers shortly after uh, the the Lions selection there. So um, whoever the quarterback is that that gets drafted by the Panthers this year, um, it it might be a similar situation to where we saw Tyrod get the start um, with with the Chargers to begin the season. Um, I think Teddy might still be the official starter for the first first month or first half of of the season, but uh, whoever that, that quarterback is taken in the first round by the Panthers, because it's definitely going to be a quarterback. Um, they, they have such a high ceiling and also such a such a high floor. So um, when you're talking about being the quarterback for Christian McCaffrey, DJ Moore, Curtis Samuel, Robbie Anderson, I mean, you can basically pencil in 10 receiving touchdowns for uh, Christian McCaffrey and then another 15 touchdowns between the wide receivers minimum. So you're looking at about 25 to 30 Passing touchdowns for whoever the quarterback is in that offense. So um, it's kind of, kind of a boring pick, but I think Mac Jones is going to be a quarterback that will be in the league for a very long time. Yeah, if I if I was uh, Teddy, I'd be watching to see what what moves that the Panthers' medical staff is making. Because if they if they bring on any of those Chargers' medical staffs that were popping holes in Tyrod Taylor's long I'd be I'd be looking out because they might want to get an excuse to get the rookie on the field sooner than later. Yep. Stay um, away from those nothing... needles, Teddy. <laughs> number nine, you've got one of my favorite guys, of course, uh, Kyle Pitts. I saw you put the landing spot of the Chargers, and that was actually before I um, was saying Hunter Henry might go to Jacksonville. So I love that landing spot. I think a lot of teams, they like we saw with the Bengals, they want to get a weapon for their young quarterback to try to really build rapport over a number of years. So I think that would be a fantastic landing spot uh, just because we've seen a lot of different tight ends produced in such a short period of time um, with with Herbert. So I don't think that that they need to pay Hunter Henry big big money. And Herbert's able to put the ball in a really tight spot. So I think having a guy like that that can uh, jump up over pretty much anybody but run routes uh, just like any of the best wide receivers coming into this draft, I think that's going to be a really good spot uh, if he falls to the Chargers at number thirteen. But did you have any other thoughts on Pitts? I mean, he he's basically just a uh, just a big receiver out there. The one of the biggest knocks on him that I've I've heard from some of the draft experts is that he can't block. But I mean, who cares when it's when it's the uh, third and short, and he he goes out and and uh, uh, jumps higher than the rest of the defense to to get that first down. Uh, no nobody's really going to be complaining about his lack of ability to to uh, block at that point. But um, I, I put the Chargers taking him at the number thirteen spot because I think that's a dream scenario: seeing a uh, a tight end who's basically a re- the receiver getting to catch fifty and sixty yard uh, bombs from from Justin Herbert. So I didn't think at the start of the show this was going to be a Justin Herbert um, love show, but uh, I, I just I, I think that that would be such a, a deadly combination for so many years to come that that Pitts probably jumps up past the the tight end 10 um, and and possibly a top five tight end after his rookie season, something that we haven't seen um, in in a really long time. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited to see wherever he goes. Yeah. He'll be starting immediately. And I think he'll show more than just one good uh, game as a rookie like what we saw from uh, TJ Hawkinson. But number 10, you've got Kyle Trask. You think he'll go to the Colts um, that's probably assuming that they bring on Rivers for one more season. Uh, you, you like that as, as a good landing spot for him? Yeah, I, I think since uh, the Colts did luck into the playoffs this, this past weekend, I think uh, even if they, they do lose to the Bills, I think Rivers will get the opportunity to be the starter again next season. But they have to look to the future, and it's not going to be Jacob Eason. Um I think if, with, with the Colts having a, a late first-round pick, they're, they're going to be kind of lucky to – get one of the quarterbacks that's still around. Um, Kyle Trask, similar to Mac Jones, kind of a boring pick for fantasy, but you will get to uh, throw the ball to Michael Pittman, Naheem Hines, and Paris Campbell. So I think this this is another quarterback that, um, similar to uh, uh, Daniel Jones, just, uh, you know, not, not somebody that you're super excited about drafting, but two years later, he's a, a top 15 or top 20 quarterback in, in Dynasty, and if they draft some other talent or sign some talent around them, um, you'll be happy to have them on your on your dynasty squad. Well, uh, speak for yourself. There's some people out there that were excited to see Danny Dimes drop to the third in some rookie <laughs> drafts, especially in super flex. Uh, we can talk about those drafts at a different time. Well, your last players you have in your top 12, you've got Devonta Smith at 11, and that Chuba Hubbard at 12. So I'll let you get to Smith here in a second, but I hate the landing spot that you put for Hubbard at. T- uh, twelve. You have him going number forty-seven to the Patriots. I, I can't think of a worse landing spot. Do you want to make any comments on on that spot, or could you just not think of anything? So you said, oh, let's let's just put him on New England and have him be irrelevant for the, the first <laughs> season or two. Uh, well, with it being the the um, way too early rankings or, or right on time, as you say, um, I I was just kind of looking at that that early to mid um, second round of, of the draft. Um, and he's, he's right around that, that, uh, that same area as, uh, the Giants, which they're not going to be looking for a running back, the, uh, the chargers, the Vikings. Um, so I, I, I just, I just don't see, um, a very good, good possible landing spot. So, so uh, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I don't, I don't like it, but I'm, I'm calling my shot right now. I think instead of them just kind of muddling between four or five running backs there, he's going to go, go back to trying to. Um, acquire a workhorse. Uh, if if that happens, then I will definitely have absolutely no shares of Hubbard. As long as Belichick is in New England, um, I think we. I'm not going to waste time looking up too many of the running back stats, but I think that would just be totally hands-off, assuming they still have all the guys on their roster that they still have. Somehow they they always seem to bring back two or three guys, and then they've got two or three practice squad guys, and Sprinkled some Brandon Bolden for a Monday Night Football game, so I don't I don't like the spot. Um, but Devonta Smith, he, after winning the Heisman, you he, he, he still think he's going to be taken in the first round of the NFL draft, right? Oh, absolutely. I, I think I think winning the Heisman. Um, I I think he's he's definitely a, a top ten pick in the uh, 2021 draft. Um, I just I just don't see him. Uh, going to uh, the Falcons or the Bengals. Um, and, and then, like I said, I think Jamar Chase gets taken number three um, o- overall. But um, if somebody really wants to make the strong argument that he gets taken over Jamar Chase after um, winning the Heisman, then that that's, that's a, a good landing spot, too. Nice. Yeah, and uh, we'll just spend a little bit of time talking about these top 12 guys through the next week or two, but it's the second and third round of uh, dynasty rookie drafts that I'm really excited about. So one player I've mentioned to you, uh, Chris Olave. Let's see what he does this next Monday night. He's he's one of my highest rated wide receivers. And that was before the game. They just had a couple of touchdowns. I think he's just, he's just so smooth. Um, but yeah, I'm really excited for these upcoming shows. And uh, we'll get in one startup and uh, we've got our, our playoff challenge going too to raise a little extra money for the, adam thielen foundation so it might be the end of the fantasy season but it's just the uh beginning to a really fun off season that's right we'll uh we'll see all you flex bros next week until next time keep it flexy can of spike it is watermelon they, they still sell spike yeah <laughs> i thought that that got out loud like 10 years ago no i love spike is it's it still the, the the yellow and black can no no it's uh so if you go to holiday stations it's usually on the very bottom of uh where they've got the energy drinks yeah, I, yeah. you haven't had you haven't had a spike recently no Oh man, you're missing out. I I'm, I actually just cracked open a uh, a Bang uh, Miami Cola a couple minutes ago. Oh, okay. I haven't had Bang in a few months now because of uh, the creatine. I'm trying to drop a couple of pounds. Oh, Okay. So and I haven't been doing any heavy lifting or, or anything. But yeah, Spike is Spike is awesome. You, you know, like the jitters you get sometimes from these energy drinks. This this one probably gives you the most jitters. Yeah. <laughs>